Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture. But before we do that, I wanted to share something with you. You know, although many people roam freely in this country, many of them are confined to a prison within their own heart. It's caused because of sinful living. God grants us a way out. We need to receive forgiveness for our sins and follow his escape route that leads to liberty and eternal life. Through Jesus, we can receive God's grace, which is the key to free us from our cell. But in order to get all the way out of the cell block and outside the walls, we must escape and overcome the lusts of this world. The key gets us part of the way, but then it's up to you to follow God's will and his escape route and do the rest. Second Peter 1 verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. The New Testament is filled with promises from God, but in order to receive God's blessings and please Him completely, it comes down to becoming a doer of God's word. Disobedience does not please God. Disobedience does not please a parent or the principal at school. It doesn't please the state patrolman or your boss at work. Spiritually speaking, God does not reward disobedience because the impenitent will be punished both here on earth and at judgment day. This is why we need to repent right now and do the will of God from our hearts. God gives us the promise of eternal life, but in order to obtain that promise, there are things that we need to do. Uh, we must become converted. We must be transformed to become obedient to God's will. Without heartfelt repentance and a true interchange from wrong to right, without a change of direction from the path of this sinful world to the path of Christ, people are only deceiving themselves. It's ludicrous to think that obedience to the will of God is salvation by works. Loving obedience is required to obtain eternal life. And it shows that we possess genuine faith and we're walking in the true grace of God. When you were a child, did you ever receive some type of allowance? In order to receive it at the end of the week, you needed to keep your grades up, didn't you? You had to be on good behavior and be helpful getting your chores done around the house. You had been given the promise of receiving something, but... You need it to act accordingly to obtain it, and it's no different than being a Christian. We need to perform God's perfect will through the portion of grace that he grants to us. But we are not supposed to receive it in vain. Paradise is a reward for the faithful. On the other hand, there will be those who cannot stop sinning who shall receive the reward of unrighteousness. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 13-14 through 14. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. The word might is used to express the possibility that something is going to happen. There's a great possibility that we can be in heaven someday, but it greatly depends on our cooperation with the Holy Spirit-filled teachings of the men of God in Scripture. Salvation requires submitting and doing the will of God from our hearts. And the word escape actually means to succeed in keeping away from something that might be dangerous or harmful. We must escape sin and get free from it and permanently stay away from it. There's a great possibility through God's grace of eventually obtaining eternal life, but you must prepare yourself by turning away from the wickedness of this world. Corruption is that which expresses itself in disobedience towards God. And we're supposed to obey the will of God, because God will punish the disobedient and rebellious. Corrupt means to behave in a bad or improper way, or doing what is outside the parameters of his calling. 
It uh, means morally bad and possessing evil or corrupt values. We are given the precious gift of God's grace, but you must always remember that it's given so that we turn and submit to his will and repent. God wants us to become a people that are prepared for his coming kingdom. Even though we are given the promise of eternal life, we have to act accordingly to obtain that eternal promise. And scriptures clearly teach that God will save those people who truly repent in their heart, who bring forth the fruits of obedience. On the other hand, the workers of iniquity will be cast away from his presence. So the lack of submission to God's will is iniquity. The kingdom of heaven is going to be a place that is free from sin. This is the reason why we need to depart from it right now. We need to turn away from sins of this world by not participating in them anymore. Scripture warns about punishments for those who refuse to do this. Take a look at Second Peter 2 verse 20. It says this, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. These are people who were baptized into the Christian faith and began to serve and do God's will, but the love for the world became greater in their life than a love for God's word. And they aren't ignorant because they know what Scripture teaches. They simply choose to willfully not adhere to it anymore. This betrayal will result in things being far worse for them. When we speak about lust, it means having an evil desire or intent which leads to falling away from God. There are many things that one could lust after, including uh, riches or possessions or worldly prestige. And to abide forever requires that you do God's will, which requires obedience to the truth of his word. It requires escaping the lusts of this world. Look at First John chapter 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11 says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from fleshy lusts, which war against the soul. God provides us with an escape route from temptation. Look at 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. God wants to save us, but obviously we need to follow him. And to follow Christ means to do his will and obey. Noah obeyed God's will, and he built a huge ship to rescue both his family and, and the animals from the great deluge. Well, if his faith never resulted in obediently building the ark, he and his family would have perished in the flood. So you see, we play a part in our, our life of our salvation, and it requires our obedience. We must become faithful and loyal to the teachings of Christ. We must reject earthly lusts, which only choke off our relationship with God's holy word. Mark four eighteen through 19 says, And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. 
We must break free from sin. We must get free from it and stay away from it. We must faithfully abide in the truth and loyally adhere to the map that leads to our eternal salvation. We must shun earthly lusts because this truly is the escape route. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. And you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then. Bye-bye, everybody.